This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. Everybody, my name is Ron Ecstasy, and this is Blue Man Group, and I am joined by my co-hosts Devin Welsh and John Bedrin. What's up, guys? Yo, not Yo. too much. We're happy to be here. Yeah, well, you're looking good. You're looking good. Both of you looking good. Hey, you look great. I have to say, thank you. Nobody can see us, so could be a big lie. It is. We look well, disheveled. We've people, been up for the hours. People are more willing to believe the big lie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, well, and that's we fine. will continue to perpetuate it. So what do you guys think about this week in news? Do you think it's a, kind of a heavy week, light week, good week, bad week? What's your each of you's, yours, I, hmm, respective ideas about this past news week? I think it's an exciting week for sure. Um, hmm. I think it covers really the breadth of breadth. the human experience. You know, things that we're wow. learning about, we're seeing the bad side, we're seeing the good side. We are seeing the stranger side. So I think we're mm. covering all the bases here today. Yeah. I would say that this week's news is full of surprises. Mm. Surprises that make you think about the world you live in. And maybe you don't take it for granted so much. Because, you know, things that you understand or think you understand can still surprise you. That yeah. sounds... Uh, very similar to my 11th birthday. Lots of surprises, lots of things I didn't understand, <laughs> lots of weird things happening. But mm -hmm. that's not important. But what is important is our understanding of history. And to help right. us guide the news, we like to go into This Week this in History. history. December 9th, 1992, Britain's Prince Charles and Princess Diana announce they are separating. It happens more than a decade after their widely watched wedding that seemed like something out of a fairy tale. Divorce becomes final for the royal couple nearly four years after their split. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the, yeah, the royal family, uh, Lady Di and Charles, separated. Yeah. Uh, I can't so, believe she would want to separate from such a good-looking man. Very so, handsome. Yeah, one thing I, yeah, that I wanted to ask is, what yeah. do, you, do you think that he would be popular with the ladies if he wasn't the, uh, the prince? No. It depends on where, you, where he was going to pick yeah. up ladies. <laughs> yeah, because he's a very strange-looking person. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether I think, he's handsome or not. I think not, right. I guess. He's like a little bizarre. I think he would do really well with um, anthropologists. Women anthropologists would find him fascinating. Yeah, because he because he looks. They would like look a at him and they would be like, man. they would be like, yeah, where, what kind of tools does he use? You know, what kind of what's what are his mating rituals? Yeah, so I may have mentioned this before, but I've I've seen Prince Charles in real life before. I've I've stood within ten feet of this man, and his mitts, his hands are insane looking. I encourage you to go Google image uh, Prince Charles hands. They look. We'll like wait. We'll wait for you to do that. Okay, they look like giant. They look like disgusting. giant baseball mitts. They oh, they're very leathery. He has like all these 
rings on that I can only imagine mean something to the royal family. Like they get him into it's like a key code or something gets him into the Buckingham yeah. Palace. It looks right. like somebody took like some spent doctor's nylon gloves and like filled them with like pudding. They're just like yeah. lumpy and like overfull. And so I wonder what about this at the time made people think that it was a fairy tale and it wasn't you know just well, it seemed like life. a fairy tale it seemed like it was out of a fairy tale <laughs> but what a, was there sort of like a, a good witch that came in and blessed them or what did, what kind of uh it's, supernatural it's, things took place well and i don't want to speak for any of you know like the ap editors or anything like that um but go ahead in, go ahead in my speak opinion i think it's because prince charles looks like rumpelstiltskin that's okay. right yeah, yeah well, he looks like something a, a creature from a fairy tale because he doesn't <laughs> look human. That's why. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 very much looks like. Uh, I I I don't know what the brothers Grimm look like, but he looks grim in <laughs> yeah. my mind. Brother. Uh, <laughs> he looks yeah. grim, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, I I feel bad for Lady Diana. Um. For many reasons, had to mm-hmm. yeah, had to be with him. I I just imagine if he if his hands looked like that, like bags of pudding, like John said, like a latex glove filled with chocolate pudding or something. Uh, I can only imagine what the rest of his body looks like. Uh, yeah, in know, particular, he's quite a heavy drinker. I know he loves gin. Again, as I said, allegedly he seemed drunk or something. I don't know what the correct <laughs> when you saw him no, in person. There's, there's no aren't there? There's no like uh, laws in the UK with uh, accusing to someone of things. having had a few too many. <laughs> yeah. So all I'll say is he seemed allegedly appearing maybe drunk when i saw him mm-hmm. i think if you're making an accusation but it's only like it's not legally uh troubling then i think you say he seemed salaciously drunk mm. mm-hmm. okay or well that's like that. john's my lawyer now but uh yeah. uh yeah so the the whole royal family very unco- makes me very uncomfortable they they all seem to be uh doing weird things together they also uh, all seem uncomfortable yeah They're very generally yeah, they're they're making me uncomfortable, but it's it's uh, probably for the better that Lady Diana is uh, separated from this man. I can only imagine that the rest of her life was spectacular, and she was freed from the chains of uh, royalty. Uh, late breaking news: she died in a car accident. I just yeah, I out. like that that AP thing ended with, uh, and then the the divorce was like became final four years later like when she mm. died is that what they're saying yeah, yeah that's literally when to. she died when the so di- it's like <laughs> yeah so it's really uh oh i thought it was like we were hoping they would work it out <laughs> but then yeah somebody but, you know her she death died kind of accidentally or somebody killed something her. And weird if somebody happened. did Anyways. kill her you would look at of course her former husband yeah yeah that's usually I, suspect number one I did look at him, and that's what I think. I think and then you looked at his hands. Yeah, allegedly looked at. I, yeah. So, uh, you, Prince Charles, if you would like to come onto the show to explain yourself over this, mm-hmm. why you got separated, why, what it was like to uh, make those children you made, I'd be interested to know about that. Uh, how drunk you were when that happened, allegedly. Yeah. And then, and then defend yourself in the killing of Lady Di. Yeah. Anna, uh, if and we'll do it. We'll play it by Johnny Cochran rules. If the glove fits, mm-hmm. we'll quit you. Yeah, and <laughs> I, but we you won't get to see the glove before yeah. we try it on. 
Yeah. And, uh, It'll be a weird looking glove, I tell you. You will be surprised by how snugly it might fit. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 the glove in this case is a uh, uh, 1940s catcher's mitt for, uh, locked in at Cooperstown Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, okay. So, uh, Prince Charles, thank you very much. Uh, eh, I shouldn't thank him. Uh, Lady Diana, thank you. Thank you, and rest in beautiful peace. Rest in beautiful angel. peace. You sweet yes. angel, you fairy tale mother. Like a candle uh, in the wind. Like a candle in the wind. And then we play a candle, the entirety of Candle in the Wind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, that was This Week in History, and now we are going to get into the bangers and mash of the episode. Wait, maybe you should say the uh, lingonberry sauce and meatballs of the episode. Mm, yes. Mm, perhaps some smoked salmon on the side, John? I, this segment I, I like to no. call What's what, in, what, in, what, the in the News? The news. So what do we got so, in the news uh, this week? What is in the news? Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of news, you guys. Uh, we got an, <laughs> we got a news story here from uh, Denmark. That's a uh, that's a little little uh, archipelago or something in between Sweden and Germany, I believe. Yeah, uh, tiny little place. Listen, there's something rotten in Denmark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Indeed. And it's called snowstorms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, due to heavy snow uh, this past week, uh, 25 employees and six customers at an IKEA in Denmark were forced to spend the night at the store. Sounds incredible. Uh, yeah. The unplanned sleepover was uniquely Scandinavian, higgy field exper- filled experience. So that or huggy or whatever <laughs> that like. Danish. Do you know what that is? Does it words, anybody... The word for coziness, right? Yeah, it's like Huga. Co- co- Huga, yeah. Higgy. It's called Higgy. <laughs> but so yeah. this is, when I first heard this story, I was excited because it. I think for everyone, it's a lifelong dream to be able to spend a sleepover in an Ikea store. Absolutely. Whenever you're going through the store, yeah. you're imagining, oh, I could sleep in that bed. I could sleep in that bed. I could yeah. cook dinner <laughs> on this kitchen. And that couch. It this, never yeah. happens, but unless the snow comes. Yeah. So they say that it was an uh, unplanned sleepover. I like the idea of somebody actually planning on sleeping over and then it just happened to be a massive snowstorm. Be like, hey, worked out well for me. One of the six customers was made sure to make it to that Ikea before the snow started falling. (laughs) Yeah. He he was hoping that that would happen. He brought his toothbrush. He brought his uh, pajamas. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, so uh, as the snow blanketed Scandinavia on Wednesday evening, uh, six customers and 25 employees at an Ikea near the city of Alborg found themselves stranded and forced to spend the night on the beds and sofas of the Swedish furniture superstore. Wait, um, right there. So 25 plus, so 31 people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't have more than 31 beds at an Ikea? Um, yeah, some people had to sleep on sofas. Yeah. And I wonder how that was organized. Was it by a vote? And if so, the employees must have capitalized because they had the clear majority over the customers. Yeah. Yeah. There's such a disparity in their numbers. I mean, the employees were running. I mean, they were running the store, but also when the snow came down. Yeah. I have to imagine. They had common cause. 
I have to imagine some some people were probably in the warehouse, just you know, getting stuff done. Right. They're like, mm-hmm. you know what? You know, I'm gonna be here for a while. May as well. Uh, yeah. File some some <laughs> stuff up on the rafters or whatever. True. So. Uh, up to 30 centimeters, which is 12 inches of snow, fell outside. That's good. Not inside. Uh, and the group was trapped and forced to hugge it, it up <laughs> and pass the night. Um, yeah. Ikea's vast showroom transformed to the setting for an adult slumber party. Mm-hmm. And like every classic slumber party, one person was being ostracized and was forced to sleep in that big pile of stuffed rat dolls that they have at the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, they're, they're, we waited for them to fall asleep, and then they kind of repositioned them in a funny way on a piece of <laughs> IKEA furniture. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, public broadcaster DR uh, showed pictures of the stranded Danes drinking beer and coffee and noshing on cinnamon rolls as they watched soccer together. How about that? Oh, that sounds great. So, Michelle Barrett, unsure who that is, uh, told <laughs> DR Thursday morning after spending the night at IKEA. Everyone was just so sweet, and we actually just laughed at the situation because we probably will not experience it again. That's Don't so speak true. too soon. And I think that's the right attitude to have when you're stuck for a night in an Ikea. You know yeah. how special that is. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to accidentally spend the night in Ikea and fall in love with 25 other people. Yeah, and decide to just never yeah. leave. Just be yeah. like, you know what? We're not going anywhere. This is our home now. And then you fight. I off live here, and over there is my home, and over there is my home, and I'm gonna also down the hall there. There's another Are, one of my homes because there's a lot of rooms. Oh, so, and here we go. Yeah, continue. yes. Store manager uh, Peter Elmos uh, told the extra blooded tabloid people got to sleep in the exact bed they always wanted to try. Uh, that's cool. And then he added, it's been a good night. All fun. Very, very terse. He's not really (laughs) expanding. I mean, a very Danish way to sign off. Yeah. Um, at the airport in Alborg, 300 were stuck overnight as well. Maybe they should go chat with those people. They could, uh, kind of compare notes, see who had a better stay. So that's a very detail here is that, yeah, they were living in luxury at the Ikea while 300 people were sleeping on the floor at the airport. (laughs) Yeah. Which, I mean, an airport is like, they sort of know that that happens sometimes. Like you get grounded at the airport because of the weather. Yeah. So, but the Ikea was way more set up. Yeah. Maybe they should just have their flights rerouted through Ikea. Maybe that's where you should go to Ikea and that's also your airport. And then if in case mm-hmm. you get, like, you know, stuck there because of inclement weather, you can just, you know, Not watch down. soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Drink beers, drink some Carlsbergs and eat cinnamon rolls with yeah, 25 of your favorite employees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love it. So I, some people are asking, I'm getting a lot of uh, questions here from tons of people saying, what are conditions like elsewhere in Denmark? Well, I'll let you know. The snowstorm snarled (laughs) traffic on the roads and rails across Denmark, and there were temporary power cuts in some places. But elsewhere in Denmark, the tarp on a truck full of packages ripped apart while crossing the Storbelt Bridge between the islands of Funen and Zeeland in the storm. And a police spokeswoman told TV2 the trailer was hanging over the water. I believe that some Christmas presents landed in the water. Oh, wow. So tragedy strikes across Denmark, but in this oasis of Ikea, there's nothing but love. Mm -hmm. 
And that's you know, a lesson. I that's feel. right. And, and yeah, it is a lesson. And, and one of the things that you have to do when you stay over at Ikea is you, uh, you have to put together some of the furniture that <laughs> you, you potentially bought or will be buying. Uh, I, I hope that people were able to load up on that food as John yeah. said, the lingonberry stuff, some, some smoked salmon with capers, all that kind of Ikea fare. Mm-hmm. Uh, very popular stuff. And then go to town on your Malm bed and your Snauk sound yeah. and just put it together. Yeah. Just fit all those rods into their little holes. Well, yeah, I'm sure some there was I'm sure there was some rod fitting into little holes with all 26 employees or and th- six guests. I can only imagine what it was like. You get you get stuck in there. I heard some people are still stuck in there because it's so difficult to find your way out. You ever go to Ikea? You actually have to build your own orgy uh, if you want to do it. Instructions are visual. Uh, Yeah. God willing, all the parts are in the box. Yeah. uh, Just as a word of advice to our listeners, never go into Ikea just wanting to buy like a spoon or something. It's it's the most, you you can't just buy. It takes you about two and a half hours. Yeah. It's very difficult the way they make that uh, happen. But yeah, so that's uh, the Ikea in Denmark, which... Uh, we will be potentially reporting from, uh, hoping mm-hmm. for more snow during the net. We're keeping a strong eye uh, on a <laughs> Doppler radar to find out if there's any more snow coming through Denmark because we will be there. <laughs> At to, the Ikea, just in case. Just just to MC the night, I will be emceeing potentially yeah. an orgy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so see you there, Denmark. Dev. But uh, yeah. But uh, you got some news for us. Yeah, I want to spin the globe. I've got a really uh, a science story. I want to spin the globe around okay. to the southern hemisphere. Let's go down to Chile. Okay. South America. I'll come oh. down. Much warmer. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Um, we've got a headline. New dinosaur species from Chile. What? Had a unique slashing tail. So wow. we've got a new dinosaur species that has just been discovered this is a big deal. Um, I, when I was a kid, Jurassic Park was very popular and mm-hmm. dinosaurs were all the rage. But at oh, that yeah. time, we still didn't know diddly squat, really. <laughs> That's true. I mean, coming out every day. Every uh, day there's a new one. Well, th- this is the thing you just mentioned, like as a kid. And what I've noticed is uh, children are mainly very interested in dinosaurs. Not many adults. So I yeah. know we're going to get to it in this uh, article, but... I have but to we imagine we are still very keenly aware of and interested in all dinosaur developments. Yes, yeah. I think most of the dinosaur research that is being done in in the world is done by six year olds, uh, <laughs> and That's I'm excited right. to learn more, Dev. So please take us through this. Yeah, this is coming from our partner at the AP. Uh, fossils found in Chile are from a strange-looking dog-sized dinosaur species that had a unique slashing tail weapon, scientists reported Wednesday. Sounds a bit like a Pokemon. Some dinosaurs had spiked tails they could use as stabbing weapons, and others had tails with clubs. The new species, described in a study in the journal Nature, another trusted partner, has something never before seen on any animal. Seven pairs of, quote, blades laid out sideways like a slicing weapon used by ancient Aztec warriors, said lead author Alex Vargas. Hmm. It's a really unusual weapon, said Vargas, a University of Chile paleontologist. Books on prehistoric animals for kids need to update and put this weird tail in there. It just looks Hmm. crazy. 
Interesting. Yeah, they need to seize all of the Jurassic Park um, video game arcade cabinets that you sit inside with mm-hmm. the light guns and you shoot at the dinosaurs. Yeah. Pull those out of the stores. Yeah. Open Recall. them up. Put these, new di- put these new dinosaurs in. Recall yeah. on all dinosaur-related products. We're bringing and clean them out. In. Hey, clean yeah. out those uh, arcade booths, by the way. Because there's a lot yeah, of gross filthy. stuff going on in there. Yeah, yeah, talk about an unusual weapon. There's some some uh, bio weapons in some of those things. <laughs> yeah, the so the the plant eating critter had a combination of traits from different species that initially sent paleontologists down the wrong path. Uh-oh. The back end, including its tail weapon, seems similar to Stegosaurus. So the researchers named it Stegosaurus elangassin. Hmm. But after Vargas and his team examined the pieces of skull and did five different DNA analyses, they concluded it was only distantly related to the Stegosaurus. Instead, it was a rare southern hemisphere member of the tank-like ankylosaur family of dinosaurs. So, yeah, imagine being a dinosaur and having no idea that in x number of million years people are going to be like pouring over your skull fragments yeah try to figure out what you were but have no idea they know nothing about you and they never will but they're no yeah we like we like to take a guess well you know do you think that in 50 to 75 to 150 million years from now someone will be pouring over our skull fragments i hope Um, so yeah i hope so and our unique tail like weapons I think more so they'll be listening to episodes of this podcast to find out what was going on every week uh, of the year. This could be the last remaining piece of human civilization that uh, entirely emerges. All they have to work with is just this podcast, (laughs) every single episode. And I guess we should probably describe what we look like and how good looking we all are. Yeah, we're going Um, to need to pack a lot of hard from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I have um, I have blades on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do I. Um, okay, so the fossil is about 72 to 75 million years ago. So that's what our future, uh, uh, wow. the people who will be studying us, will be 75 million years in the future. Um, it appears to be an adult based on the way the bones are fused. My bones are fused. I am an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was found with its front end flat on its belly and the back end angled down to a lower level, almost as if caught in quicksand, Vargas said. So that's embarrassing. Mm. You 75 yeah. million years ago, you, you get got caught bungled. in quicksand and you die like a chump. And then people dust you off yeah. and they reconstruct the terribly embarrassing way in which you died. Uh, it's yeah. kind of like all the um, uh, remains of the Pompeians in, uh, after Vesuvius erupted. And yeah, like, that's right. You know, there's got to be like one guy who's like mid-slipping and falling. Yeah, yep. yeah. Pants Somebody, falling down. Yeah, toga wrapped around his leg. <laughs> yeah, his toga got caught on, a, on something, and it was in the process of unraveling itself in front of his yeah. entire family. <laughs> and then luckily the volcano struck, and he never had <laughs> luckily, to deal with that. Luckily the volcano struck. Um, so from bird-like snout to tail tip, Stegosaurus stretched about six feet, but would only come up to the thighs of humans, Vargas said. So, wow. Very, Again, uh, yeah, dog size. Like a dog, yeah. Low to the ground, very much a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rogers, uh, oh, McAllister College biologist Christy Curry Rogers finishes up the article by saying we're just scratching the surface when it comes to a comprehensive understanding of dinosaur diversity Mm. stegosaurus reminds us that if we look in the right places at the right times there is so much more still to discover 
yeah. where do I look? Like I, I have no, I would help if I could, but I, I rarely come across dinosaur bones or anything like that. Sometimes when I'm walking my dog, I'll, there'll be like a random, uh, like chicken wing bone. There, there's random mm-hmm. chicken wing bones everywhere. I don't know how that happens, but, uh, I've yet to find a dinosaur. Well, those bone. could be dinosaur bones, Ron. Yeah. I mean, they say that chickens were related. That's true. You want to collect every bone and that mail you them see. in. Yeah. Yeah. Mail okay. them into Christy Rogers. Yeah. I have to but, say, um, the way Christy Curry Rogers is explaining that you know that there's so many more dinosaurs to discover, I kind of it feels almost like a little like she's kind of projecting on us. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think that all the dinosaurs were counted up. Yeah. But maybe like. You know, Maybe Christy Curry Rogers Sr., like the dad, was like, you're going to be a dinosaur scientist? Like, yeah. don't you know that they've already figured it all out? Haven't yeah. you seen Jurassic Park? Like, they yeah. know all the dinosaurs. There's Christy, four of them. you already know all the dime dinosaurs. Yeah, there's four of them, and that's all you need to know. That's yeah. There's uh, Brontosaurus, Stegosaurus, T-Rex, and the Raptor. Club that's tails, it. there's Spike Tails, and that's it. Yep. There's no slashing tails. It that is yes. all our good lord made, and I won't have it. <laughs> Yeah, so we're looking at some pictures of it. It looks like a uh, terrifying dog, I guess. It looks much larger than a dog in these photos, yeah. though. It doesn't uh, look like it has a wet, friendly snout. I'll say that. No, it looks like a... So it's got like a turtle head, um, kind of a body like a stegosaurus, and then a, f- a, a big fucking tail. A handsaw attached to its back end. Yeah, it, yeah. it's, it, it's like if I, if I uh, taped a chainsaw to my dog's tail and then... Uh, made it run around very similar to that so that's that's interesting new dinosaur the uh who knows what it's called i forget it's like the the (laughs) stegurus or something whatever yeah Um, bird like snout yeah so thank you very much devin for that report on the uh the dinosaur dino desk as we like to call it yeah yeah which is a um a talking stegosaurus that is just bent over and sort of allowing you to use it as a desk no, it's in like, the classic Flintstones right. fashion. Flintstonian. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. He's walking away. Very Flintstonian. All right. Yeah. Well, Devin, thank you very much. And uh, John, looks like you've got a story over here uh, yeah. involving some dinosaur researchers, perhaps. <laughs> Why don't you take us over there? Yeah. He, I'm over here at the uh, trampoline desk, which mm. is a very fun desk to, to sit at, although it makes it a little difficult to, uh, to talk directly into the microphone. Um, and it's a story here from Fox 5 New York. Mm. No arrests after hundreds of children involved in brawl at a Tampa trampoline park. Holy shit. Wow. Now, hundreds of, I know what you're hundreds thinking. of brawling kids. How could yeah. you possibly have violence at a trampoline park? When well, you, yeah. we'll let the story we'll let the story develop. Parents who take their kids to a trampoline park in Tampa want to know how a fight turned into a massive brawl involving hundreds of children. This escalated very quickly, according to parent Sandra Bermudez, who started recording on her cell phone when the fight broke out. Uh, (laughs) What kind of parenting are you doing at the trampoline park if you see hundreds of unruly children? Somebody's got to document it. I mean, yeah. They were all having fun, and then when this lady said, oh, my God, I turned around to look, and they're fighting all over on the right side. She's like the uh, Zapruder of the uh, <laughs> of Yeah, exactly. Situation. We, we need this historical footage in case uh, there's a cover-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bermuda says the fight unfolded while she was at Sky Zone Trampoline Park on Adamo Drive with her nine-year-old son. She's not sure what started the fight, but it quickly got out of control. It might have been According about to the Hillsborough, new dinosaur. 
They were yeah. obviously fighting over ranking the kinds of dinosaurs. It's a Stegosaurus. Yeah. No, it's a Stegurus. No, T-Rex no, is the best. According to Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputies, this melee involved about 200 kids. Uh, in the video, Sky's own security personnel can be seen trying to intervene. Good luck. Apparently had a very difficult time because the kids' hands are so tightly clasped and, and uh, balmy. Yeah. You can't really get them. You can't break them up. The business closed early to move everyone involved outside. Bermuda's kept recording as the fight continued into the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wow. it's only going to continue outside. It's almost the... It's, it's, it's like open-air fighting now. This is interesting. Well, it, well it, and it goes from trampoline rules, which are, you know, you can't jump on someone when they're down. You can't, yeah. like, hit someone directly. You can really just push, no, shove, no double and bouncing. jump. Um, yeah. But once you're outside, it's street rules, buddy. Hey, anything goes. Coiled yeah. up chain around your fist. You could grab a pipe, you mm-hmm. know, broken glass, anything you want, really. Mm-hmm. And security seems entirely inadequate uh, in this situation. Yeah, well, the job of the security was to get them out of the trampoline hall so they didn't get sued, I guess. Right, that's true. <laughs> Which is, they did their so job. they did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the parents, however, who are, uh, you know, owners of these children, who are like their legal guardians, did yeah. not do any, could not stop it. Nah. Uh, deputies can be seen responding later in the video. They said the brawl spilled over into nearby businesses, and they tried to track down the parents of those involved. <laughs> Inside so other businesses, a roaming band. So like, let's, go in, let's go in. Let's go in this place. Let's yeah. go in this place and beat each other up. It's so like I a wonder, sign up front that says like no more than five children at once or whatever, and then it's just like eighty. Were there, were there teams involved? Were there different schools that were fighting against each other? How do you coordinate such a large battle? Was there betting? Yeah. Was there any control? betting? Maybe it was just like chaotic. Yeah, just a melee. Like everyone fighting everyone. What was the like, line on fourteen-year-olds uh, being? Uh, could I make a buck off this? Like, uh, or maybe some tokens, or what were those uh, tickets? That's probably what it started over those those, those tickets, tickets that the game spit out that you redeem for uh, yeah, a yeah novelty bear. mustache. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is all a misunderstanding, and the kids were all just doing dances that the older people are not familiar with, and they thought oh, they were right. a huge fight, but it was actually a dance party. Yeah. The future of dancing is just a little more high contact than what we old fogies are used to. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, Well, the sheriff's office said that they briefly detained and released one child. (laughs) Out of 200. And made no arrests. There was one kid that they got. (laughs) (laughs) He was the instigator. Yeah. The the muscle man that everyone was trying to take down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bowser. Um, it's unclear if anyone was seriously hurt. Bermudez is just glad her young son wasn't. Mm-hmm. Quote, I tried to use it as an opportunity to teach him if this ever happens in the future. The first thing you need to do is pull your cell phone out and start recording. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm misreading that. Pull yourself away from the crowd, she said. Right. Sky Zone hasn't responded to Fox 13's request for comment, which is bizarre because this is featured on affiliate website Fox 5. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's unclear true. how many security guards were there when the fight broke out or what they may do to try and prevent something like this from happening again. And, wow. you know, it really is true. Monkey see, monkey do. Okay. You want to, ne- next Friday, there's going to be 100% chance of another 200-kid brawl yeah, at the Tampa I, well, Trampoline Park. I'm thinking that this is in the, in the media now. I, I'm thinking that next Friday we're going to see, with 
very high likelihood uh, mass brawls occurring all Copy, across America. Copycat brawls. Copycats, yeah. There's nothing 12 to 14-year-olds like to do more than be copycats and get hit over being called a copycat. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, our trampoline parks in the United States of America are, are turning into <laughs> fight zones, fight clubs for, for our young... Uh, Young children who should be into dinosaurs and looking up new things. They should be in in, in STEM. They should be in. Uh, yeah, they should be researching at, scientists, dinosaurs. They should be, you know, um, looking at you know the the royal family. They spending should be time in IKEA. You know, good wholesome thing. Mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. that the what there was the brawl in the Tampa, Florida park, and that's uh, Tampa, Florida trampoline park, and the IKEA story of the week was everyone got you know really friendly and and got cozy and got to know each other yeah hoogie uh it's, hoogie. it's because of the, the yeah hi- we need a little more hi- hygge, um <laughs> at the trampoline park in tampa that's what i'm thinking yeah, yeah i think so too uh first things first is get rid of those trampolines i would say that's n- it doesn't need to be a park you can just have one in in your uh rich friend's backyard i think that's the only place a trampoline should be but uh, right. thank you, John, um, for jumping up and down for that story. And yeah, uh, I'm feeling a little sick. I'm happy to get off the trampoline desk now. Yeah. Okay. That was uh, John at the uh, Tampa, Florida uh, trampoline park, uh, who was not involved in the brawl, but he reported on it thanks to Fox Five New York and Fox Thirteen Tampa. All right, as we move along, we have a new segment here I'd like to introduce. It's the Heroic Heroic Sex Act act of the Week. Oh, we're going with Heroic. (laughs) Well, Heroic has an asterisk, uh, but that's what we want to debate here this week. We want to figure out, is is he a hero? Is he a villain? We don't know. Okay, but the he- so yeah, do you want to this deliver article, the headline uh, I would like to deliver this headline to everybody. Um, senior citizen charged with having unnatural sex with goat. Okay. Okay. So this so is in Kuala. I feel almost ready to come down on the hero question, but let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is Kuala Kubu Baru, I think. That is in. Uh, <laughs> We're not sure. We're not sure, but we can. We'll, we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll find that out. Yeah. So, a senior citizen today pleaded not guilty at the Sessions Court here to a charge of having unnatural sex with a female goat at the back of his neighbor's house last July. His neighbor's house. It, I I do I don't want to have to report this stuff, but it's just part of the job. <laughs> So, yeah, so, well, one thing that I want to uh, sort of inquire about is what made the sex unnatural? Was it the fact that it was sex with a goat or is there some natural form of sex with a goat that could take place that he <laughs> did was not he effectively perform? Standing yeah. on his head, what was going on? Right. So uh, Shari Hassan, who's 60, they, uh, they say his name, that's funny. His full name, his age, here's his address. Yeah, uh, was charged with committing the act at uh, Kampung Sungai Buaya, Rawang. Oh, I think this is Thailand. At 1.30 p.m., 
Uh, so exact time, right in the afternoon, the heat of the, the heat, the July twenty seventh heat. Uh, yeah, the sun just beating down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so true. Yeah, jeez. They got him on uh, section three seventy seven of the penal code, wow. uh, which carries a maximum jail term of twenty years, and a fine or whipping upon <laughs> conviction. Don't wow. do that. He's gonna love it. Yeah, he's gonna love the whipping. Um, this is the most specific reporting we've ever featured on our show. It's very good. Uh, yeah, this is very detailed from our partners now, at uh, Astro Awani. Yeah. If you were if you were committed, I mean, you, if you were found guilty of a crime under various penal codes, and you could select the fine or the whipping, which would you go for? Uh, fine. <laughs> the Depends most, on how much the fine is. And how long the whipping goes on. Yeah, and how long the whipping is as well. Ooh, yeah, I do yeah. not want to be whipped. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I can't believe there are people still getting whipped. By the way, this is in Malaysia, not Thailand. So, okay. Um, well, that Shari, makes sense. Shari, clad in a floral shirt, uh, which you can see him uh, in... <laughs> Again, uh, very specific reporting. <laughs> ...had initially nodded and pleaded guilty after the charge was read out to him before judge... Uh-oh. So he accidentally, he just nodded. Something's up. Okay. So, however, when he was shown the exhibits, namely a green t-shirt and brown long pants that were allegedly seized from him during his arrest, the accused denied that the clothes belonged to him. Okay. So (laughs) this, okay. So this guy did have sex with a goat unnaturally, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but not in this particular photograph. (laughs) outfit is not yeah. the person who is guilty of this particular crime he had unknowingly confessed to something he did but was not being accused of well right uh the uh lawyer here said uh neural mardia then asked the accused do the shirt and trousers belong to you and the accused who is a widower by the way <laughs> uh replied no that's a good um, Clearly, those aren't my clothes. I'm wearing a floral shirt. Yeah. So, Neural Mardia said the accused guilty plea cannot be accepted as he did not admit to owning the exhibits and ordered for the charge against the elderly man to be read again. The accused then pleaded not guilty. I like this. He's got a yes. cool... He's cool, got a good he goes, chance. Yeah, he just says like, yeah, I'm guilty. No, I'm not. Just kidding. Joking. It's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> So, Deputy Public Prosecutor Siti uh, Hamzada did not offer bail to the accused. However, Counsel Zola Zarai Zolpakli, uh, whoa, what a badass name! Yeah. yeah, representing the accused, pleaded for a minimum bail. The court did not offer bail and fixed December twenty fourth for mention. Don't know Christmas what that means. Uh, the media previously reported that the incident was noticed by the goat's owner, a forty five year old woman. <laughs> Well, I think it was probably noticed by the goat first. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. After hearing the animal make strange noises. Uh, don't call uh. him an animal. <laughs> um, <laughs> according to the police, she went to the scene and found a half-naked man that she knew standing near to the do- doe. I, oh, yeah, the, the goat doe. Wait, a half-naked man? But they just said that he was being shown an exi- a, a picture of him wearing a shirt and pants. Yeah, that's which right. is the most clothes you can be wearing. Mm-hmm. So we've just found a issue with the prosecution's case here. Yeah, we need to reach out because if he was found half naked, and also which half? 
Yeah. yeah. Was he wearing pants? <laughs> yeah. If if a man he, is not was, wearing a shirt, is he half naked? Right. And it's sort of like, or is he doing it sort of like um, prime time, like NBC, like through the pant th- loops, like when people have sex scenes on TV shows? Right. Right. So we don't know. Upon realizing the presence of the woman, the uh, suspect fled the scene. And then the last sentence is absolutely. Oh, I don't even. Yeah, no, I don't no, want to read it. Read it out. No, no, no. No, please. The woman found that we the can't. goat had expired. Yeah. Okay, that's, this is a real downer of a that story. That sucks. I'm sorry, everybody. This is no heroism in this is not, killing this is a goat. The opposite no, of heroic. But this Shari Hassan clearly didn't do it. That's true. He is a hero because he's an innocent He's man. wrongfully accused, and he's standing his ground. But somebody did this, some awful person, but we some, think that he is not guilty. Yeah, it's, some yeah. awful half-naked person. Some half-naked man did it. Did this, but... There is a reasonable doubt here. Wait. Need to, the, the Malaysian police need to be, or the Malay police need to be out there scouring for a half-naked man. Uh, wait, Shari Hassan is saying that he didn't do it. Wait a second. Now he's saying he did do it. Now he's saying <laughs> he didn't do it. So no, he yeah, said this, just kidding. This is a, uh, if, I mean, I'm going to be keeping my eye on this. I have a feeling this might go up to the Supreme Court up in Malaysia. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we know I've been watching the Malaysian Supreme Court for years. So I would probably be uh, sitting on the docket at the. You have uh, a lot of contacts over there, right? Oh, yeah, you're well qualified. Maybe even overqualified to be I sure do. on this story. Yeah, so it might be a little too close to the story, Ron. Yeah, that, in fact, that's weren't you in melee in July, late July? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I remember you talking about getting a suntan. Yeah, yeah. you said you had your shirt off the whole time. Was that yeah July? But that you wore pants. You described yourself as half naked, actually. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Well, may, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I got to check my passport, but. Uh, in any case, any case, uh, yeah, Shari Hassan, potential hero. Uh, there is a photo of him. His you can spell his name S H A A R I space H A S A N. He's sixty. He's the only guy you'll ever see uh, wearing the Hawaiian shirt uh, in handcuffs. Uh, he kind of looks like he fucked a goat, but. <laughs> Um, we don't know. He says we he don't does. know. That's, that's an allegation. That's for the don't know. Malaysian courts to find out. Unless they unless they find him guilty, in which case we will be calling for the uh, you know uh, extraction and uh, safe harboring of Hassan. Yes. So uh, that was a segment I like to call the heroic sex act of the week. All right, everybody, as we wrap up here, we have a few numbers to go over. And don't forget, last week we had our uh, our friend from Argentina call in, and we would love to hear your phone calls, except uh, there's no real phone number you can send it to. Just find one of us, Ron find Ecstasy. Us. Find Any one of find us me. out in public. We're available. Yeah, we're available. And uh, send us an audio clip of you explaining why, your defense. Uh, yeah anything about the show feedback constructive negative uh if you want to tell us about your day whatever you want just send anything in introduce us to your family uh mm-hmm. 
whatever uh that 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 would be great but uh before we go we got to check out some numbers we got last week's numbers here on the dashboard look at this oh yeah we're up 12 percent 12 percent fantastic wow over the past 14 days that is good that's, That's great. fantastic. Lots now, I feel a little conflicted. I'm excited, but also, you know, last week I was really depressed by the numbers. And we listened to that clip of, of our Argentinian listener. Mm-hmm. And told he, not to worry. Don't worry about the numbers, he said. And you know what? It really freed me. And I feel like I'm sort of back in this trap where I'm caring about the numbers because right now they're good. No, I'm feeling good That's about right. this too. But uh, thank you very much for listening, listener. And... Uh, I encourage you to come listen to us again next week. <laughs> That's all I can encourage you to do. I was thinking of like, what could I encourage you to do? And then yeah. I don't think there's really that much I can encourage you to do. Actually, other than, there's a lot. You have a lot of influence, Ron. Do I? Do I? I hope not. Other than influence in Malaysian Supreme Court. But again, please keep your ears peeled and we will listen to you next week <laughs> listening to us <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody bye 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 bye